0: You're listening to the Grieving Mamas Club podcast, a space for moms who are on the wild ride of motherhood while navigating their grief journey. Here are your hosts. I'm Rashida, a motherless mom of a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yep, that is two under four. And I'm Kara, a motherless mom with a three-year-old, an angel baby, and one on the way. Let's dig in.
1: Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 15 of the Grieving Mamas Club. This is the last episode when you have to endure just me and the intro. Next up, Kara and I will be back on the mic, shooting the shit as we do. I'm really excited to have her back. Since we pre-recorded this upcoming episode as well as last week's, I haven't actually gotten to like... Chat with Kara, like hear her voice in over a month, and that feels like super duper strange for us. Obviously, if we've been texting and I have been asking her to spam me with all the baby photos. So, yeah, I am excited to get back into our normal recording cadence. Excuse my cold, still got that bad boy. So, I guess that's what happens when you have little germ monsters who you're trying to keep in daycare so that you can also continue working. So, you guys just keep passing back the germs. That seems to be how it goes in this house so maybe one day i'll be able to breathe out of my nose again i don't know Until so then i will continue like open mouth breathing into they of all this mic and all of my zoom call mics anywho um Also wanted to remind you guys, or not remind you guys, but tell you guys, in the new year we're going to be switching up the cadence of the episodes that we release. So instead of coming out every Wednesday, we're going to space them out a little bit and do every other Wednesday. This gives you guys time to listen to our long rambles because we know our episodes can get a little long, but just gives you guys ample time to like listen and absorb the episodes. So from here on out, we will release them every other Wednesday. So this week's episode is about going from one kid to two. I don't know if anybody else is like me, but I found going from one kid to two to be harder than going from zero to one from like an energy standpoint. Like, I don't know. Two kids kind of knocked me on my ass in, in different ways, I guess, than going from zero to one. I don't know. Something about going from two kids, I just became exponentially more tired All the time. So Kara and I talk about what her fears are before she has her second kid. And I tell her kind of the joys about going from one kid to two. And also just like the, oh shit, I wasn't thinking about that. (laughs) From going from one kid to two. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Hope I'm not the only one who felt like the world was crashing when they brought that second kid home. uh, And all of a sudden you realize you literally only have two hands and two kids. So there's that. Anyways, so hope you guys enjoy this episode. Kara and I will be back, the two of us shooting the shit in two weeks. Enjoy. Okay, listeners, this is episode
0: 15.
1: Yes, and we are bringing you a another, it's back-to-back more than griefs, January. We've all come out of tough holidays <laughs> January, we're all resetting. We're probably going on diets that we're going to ditch later. We're going to the gym, new year, new us. And so we're going to start, we have, we're get, we're bringing you two lighter episodes before we dive back into the heavy, that is grief journeys, because that's what we're here to do. Yeah. So today we're recording this episode before Kara actually has baby number two. And yeah. so I, we are going to impart, I'm going to impart, I guess, some probably super half-assed wisdom onto Kara about going from one kid to two and how I have found that transition to be. I mean, the transition is still happening, I guess, because he's still only 18 months and whatever. So that being said, Kara, you are going to have, your babies will be four and some chained years apart. Yes. Which I think is actually perfect. That's the the years apart that my brother and I are. Aww. Ellie's going to be- Yes. Ellie is going to be way more dependent than Dom was at two and a half years when we had Parker. So that is already,
0: that is already
1: working in your favor.
0: Yes. So I hear Uh, that, that seems to be the common theme that everyone keeps saying like,
1: Oh, that'll be perfect. She'll be, and she will be such a good
0: helper. Yeah.
1: Yes. And they'll still be close enough to be like close, you know? Right. So what are you most, well, this is a two-part question. We'll start with what are you most nervous about, about having two kids? Where's your anxiety
0: at? Oh gosh. Having to go through this again, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but no, most, uh, and then it just ups the stress level of, it just ups the stress level times a billion, you know, it's going to be man on man defense, which that, (laughs) yeah. Any more, uh, then we start to get outnumbered, and I guess it kind of evens itself out. I would imagine because your oldest can kind of be more independent and also help. But anywho, yeah, from going from one to two, the man on man defense, it's like, are we going to get double naps? Who are always concerned about chill time? How much chill time is everyone getting? And it's just going to be a lot. And but I think if you go into it knowing that, then you're setting hopefully setting yourself up for success.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Going from
0: zero to one for us was like that rocked our world. We did Mm -hmm. not know. We were like, holy fuck. This was, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize this is what I was signing up for. I don't know what I thought I was signing up for, but it wasn't that. But now it's like, okay, we're in a rhythm. We're in a groove and, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm you know, still have like once in a rare, in a blue moon, have like a a random sleepless night, but can get through it. You can power through, but now, yeah, I'm worried about the baby being up initially a lot every two hours, every three hours, and then waking up Ellie and then just like Mm -hmm. that just spiral. So Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: any words of wisdom there?
1: All of that, all of those things. So I found, and Ben and I chatted before we started recording, I found one to two to be more difficult than zero to one. And I think that is, well, a couple things. So we had a lot of friends having kids at the very same time we were. And so me being the like extrovert that I am to the thousandth degree, didn't feel like I was missing out on anything necessarily. Um, oh good, because, yeah. Because everybody was adjusting to this life as with newborns and we, we still did a lot of stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like the best piece of advice I had ever gotten From a boss, uh, this piece of advice she gave was sound. Oh, that your baby fits into your life, not the other way around. Uh And so Ben and I took that to heart. So like, Don was at breweries when he was like six weeks old, and got the okay from the doctor being public. Like, yeah, like okay. So we're going to breweries. We're going to cards games. We're going to blah 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 blah. I it makes it more.
0: Yeah. I mean, it yes. makes it
1: fun and it's easy with the one, like, and I loved baby wearing. And so like, I just threw Dom in the carrier and we continued doing whatever it is that was so yeah. we felt like doing. And so I, I just think life with one was easier for us because we also were like from the get go, I was like, all right, we're 50, 50 50/50ing this. So like when it was just Dom, like we, we alternated who was putting Dom down for bed. We alternate who had to get it up with them. We alternated like all those things.
0: Yeah, that's big. and so
1: yes, and so one parent was always getting a fucking break, uh-huh. basically. And so then when Parker came, I th- we think we both looked at each other and we were like, oh, nobody's getting a break.
0: Yeah, yes, like right. the
1: break. The break was the easier kid. And so like, it would be like, okay, Parker's easier to put down right now. So like, that's the, yeah. So that's, that's the break. Like, and so I just found, I had a client who told me, and I loved this client when I came back from maternity leave, Molly, if you're listening, she goes like, was one of my only clients to like, I'm on. On a Teams call with her, looking at her, and she goes, but like, how are you? Oh. And I was like, I can't lie, Molly. I'm very tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Molly knew. Molly knew. Yes. And so Molly has two kids really close together, too. Uh-huh. Um, they're like, 18 months apart. Oh, yeah. And yes. And so she goes, here's the thing. No one tells you about two kids. It's not double the work, it's exponentially more work. And I know that sounds daunting. I know that sounds like absolutely (laughs) fuck. But at the time I was so deep in it that it made
0: me feel seen that I felt better. (laughs) I yeah, I can see that for sure.
1: Because because I feel like Three kids is like, if you're a mom with three kids and- your wheels have fallen off. People are like, okay, yeah, well, she has two kids uh, or she has three kids. Like, obviously, her wheels are fucking falling off.
0: <laughs> right. A lot right. Of children. Yeah. There's a lot going and on.
1: I felt like my wheels were falling off with two. And so, for this client to look at me and be like, no, 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 you don't feel like your wheels are falling off. They have fallen off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Gave me permission to be like, yeah, my wheels are falling off. And I just think it was because I guess I still expected breaks. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I just two kids took me a minute. It took me a minute to find my groove. And I do think that some of that is because when Parker was born, I had a two and a half year old and a newborn.
0: Well, and like, let us not forget that it was in a pandemic during a pandemic. So like Dom wasn't going to school or preschool mm. or daycare, you know, like
1: he was, he was actually. Oh,
0: oh, okay. 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 They're open. Okay. He went,
1: yes. So they had just opened the week before I had Parker, but oh, we bless. were still, yes. God Bless, bless.
0: Bless, bless up. Be the Lord.
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but we were still very much. So we had a quarantine bubble and we did nothing really outside of that bubble and our quarantine yeah. still, it included families that actually went to daycare with us. So like, right. it was Like, but yeah, I just found, and, and again, Ben is a good partner, like 50, 50, like we're doing all the things, but I just was like, all of a sudden I was getting no breaks. I had a two and a half year old who was still pretty like mommy centric, yeah, and a newborn who was obviously very mommy centric.
0: Yes, and then so did you experience with Dom the like was he jealous or was he like no mommy don't feed pee or you know anything like no, that
1: no no and I got very lucky here so like you said I I spent a lot of time crying before I had Parker because. <laughs> <laughs> because, because all you know right now is your little baby unit of three. Yes, and it is. It was weird for me to like think. And granted, I also was like in my third trimester during like lockdown, so like it was literally just us three those yeah. last twelve weeks. So I did a lot of crying because it was just like, am I getting ready to ruin Dem's life? Right, like, yeah. am I am his I- world? Yes. Like, am I getting ready to just Yeah. Rock his world, ruin his life. All of a sudden he has to share with this baby. And I will say Dom had a healthy fear of my belly the entire pregnancy. If I ever showed him bare belly, he would start crying. (laughs) Hated it. Hated it. Didn't totally understand that there was a baby in there. It was his sister because he was an only child. He was two and a half.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Mom's tummy is huge.
1: Yes. I don't understand. Like he was annoyed because I would try to rock him to sleep, but there was a, belly in the way. Parker yes. kick in. Anyways. Yeah. What From the moment we brought her home though, he's been very much like, this is my little sister. Whoa. And yes, he's very bent like, and he's shoot. He probably loves her more than he loves us to be honest. He's just been, we've gotten very lucky. He has just been very, he's also a kid who like has always been, I'm happy to be here. Like, yeah, I can see for that inviting me. Like he's yeah. like, his. his per, like, we say that like, he's the thanks for inviting me guy. Like he just can't Believe you bothered to invite him. Like, that's, yeah, that is Dom's just like happy personality. Yeah. And so he just was like, I can't believe you gave me a sister. Like, you know, like
0: more party, more to party with.
1: Yes. Yes. And so he was never too jealous of her. Good. I'm like well, thinking, that's good. I'm, I'm thinking back to be like, was he no, no, he was right. never too jealous, but we do, like you said, the special, like mommy, daddy, LA time. Yeah, we do do that. So we will take off at least like every other month, Ben and I will take a, and eventually I know we're going to have to do this for Parker, but she's doing to like totally care right All now. She's good. And Ben and I would take a half day off and we go pick up Dom like around noon lunch. It depends on their nap times or like we'd at least let them try to sleep for an hour. So we'd get there by like one. Yeah, And then we would do something just him and us. It's usually the magic house because that's what he loves. Yeah. Um it's we both go pick him up and like make it a really special day. But like when the last time we did it, he was upset that we weren't going to get Parker as well.
0: Well okay. That's just kind of backfire, but okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. And so transitioning to I feel like I've just given you all the scary stuff, all of the like it's really hard. I'm really tired because I am tired. I have never been more tired in my fucking life. I am yeah. so fucking tired. Yeah. Because also Dumb, just like stopped sleeping through the night. That's the one thing. So he stopped sleeping through the night when Parker was yeah, born. Yeah, the regressions. Know, yeah, and I don't know. Like, I guess that was our cross to bear. Like, he liked her, but he was he'll be damned who's going to sleep. Right. So-
0: I've heard that too. <laughs> that it's he's, like expects that.
1: Yes, and he has not gotten better, really.
0: Oh, he has not gotten better. No,
1: not really. He's gotten better. He went through a random phase where he like couldn't cover himself back up, and so if he got out of bed, he then needed to come get. <laughs> I don't, I I guess he just found himself uncovered at night and (laughs) would have to come get us to be put back covered. So we had to teach him how to cover himself and it's whole fucking thing. Yes. so he's still, yeah, he still doesn't sleep well. Like, Like he still wakes up one to two times a night. Oh,
0: yeah, Shada, Park, no. parker's not
1: the issue the baby's not the issue it's but it's dumb
0: oh my god what's what i mean what are you guys doing do you just i mean does he cry it out or like not cry it out but essentially cry it out or do you have to go no, in? no because like... he
1: can get out of his bed he just oh. And, oh and he sleeps he sleeps with the door open for for fuck's sake
0: oh and
1: so he sleep he just gets out of bed and he comes over he usually asks for ben uh-huh oh that's nice and so I just continue to sleep.
0: Yeah, you hear it. You hear it. Because I swear to God, they I yes. hear Ellie open her eyes and my heart starts immediately racing. And I'm like, but I try to like ignore it and I can't. But she's like,
1: mama,
0: mama. And I'm like, oh.
1: Yep no he comes in cuz Ben's closest to the door so he's oh. like hey daddy hey daddy the other day this is a complete tangent but it still makes me fucking giggle so because because dogs are our fur children as well uh-huh. yeah we've been having we've been having issues with Kona where she she's got bad anxiety oh no so she's she's been put on anxiety meds which same girl. Yeah, Get it. yeah. Welcome to the um lab. welcome. Yes. Happy and to so have she, you. She, so we put in the anxiety meds, but she had been sleeping in our bed with us. And so uh-huh. we we're trying to cut that out because then Dom also sometimes wants to get in the bed. And like I'm like, I can't deal with Dom and Ben snoring and a dog in my bed. Can't do it. Oh my God.
0: No. It's too, yeah. It's so snoring.
1: so we so we have been putting her back in her crate. Oh to sleep yeah, at, to sleep at night. And uh-huh. some nights it goes some nights it goes well. Some nights she's also not sleeping. And so we oh, can no. hear her. And so Dom comes into our room the other day and he goes Daddy, what's that sound? And it was Kona (laughs) trying to dig her way out of her crate. So all you hear is just. And then she'd go. So Dumb's like, I hear a sound. What's that sound? And Ben's like, it's fucking coming. i go to bed. Go back to bed. So his sleep has that is the one thing. He was a phenomenal sleeper. I like phenomenal sleeper before Parker was born. All of a sudden he's not. But to take the positive side,
0: they're so damn cute. Yeah, but you're not sleeping. So at some point, like, like, let's get to it, children. Let's be cute
1: and sleep, both of you. I would love that. I don't know. It's good. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I don't know. I've just kind of like, this is this is the world. I live in now, they play. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And they have, like, I mean, you have a brother. So you know what it's like to be like, to have a sibling bond, you know? Yeah. Right. To be, to be a mom watching the sibling bond form is amazing. Like, nothing fills my heart more than watching them play.
0: Oh, I can, I can totally, totally see that. Just envisioning it alone makes my heart want to burst and like.
1: They just come up with their own games, like just like it'll your heart will burst and it happens faster than you think. So like baby boy will be here and he's just like a lump of nothing to Ellie for a little bit. Right. Because he's a baby. So you'll notice that Ellie will start to like come up with games. Uh huh that baby boy will just like so enamored with his big sister that he will just like fall in line with, like they will come up, they will come up with their own shit. And like, That's cool.
0: Yes. Oh, I can't. That sounds so accurate already because, you know, as you know, with Dom just turning four, I swear it's like they turn four and a light switches or something Mm -hmm. goes off. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, Ellie, she's always been funny, but now she's like really funny Mm -hmm. and really good at, sounds really really good at playing with by herself, but like with good with like imagination and like the imaginary play and everything. Everything, but coming up with silly jokes, and I can totally, totally see that. That sounds adorable.
1: It oh. is. And it is because Parker just goes with it. Like she adores Dom so much that I, I said the other day, jokingly, it's funny because Parker is such a, like, don't fuck with me, but like, she would follow down over a cliff. Like if her big brother, if her big brother is going, like she trusts that that's the way to go. And so she like, whatever, whatever game he is making up, I don't know if she actually understands him or what, She don't care.
0: yeah, she's she's doing it. She's
1: yes. She's doing what he says to do and I watching their little bond makes all of the shit worth it to me. So like sure, watching, yeah. watching, knowing that I gave them that.
0: Mm-hmm. That was like my whole biggest thing is like that we wanted to give Ellie a sibling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm. It's you know it's seeing that relationship develop over time will be so so special. It's now I have
1: magical.
0: Oh, that I can I can already feel feel my heart being filled with glitter. It's like tell Ellie Mm -hmm. whenever she gives me like a hug and a kiss, like you're giving me glitters. But okay, so I we have some friends that have two boys, and one is going to, he's three and a half and the other one is under a year. And so that's like close to us.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: But they were like, like while they said that, like like, the whole purpose, I, you know, not the whole purpose, but like we wanted to, you know, give them, give our son a sibling so that we could play together and have so much fun. And they're like, the opposite has happened. They're fighting, the arguing, the fighting. I can't stand it. It's like the complete opposite. So that's kind of like, I know it's inevitable, but just do Dom and P argue too or?
1: Yes. Yeah, they do. They yeah. do. And I do think that's inevitable. And I we have to do a lot of Dom, she's a baby. Like she doesn't mean that because he's learning his feelings and how to articulate them. And I think it's hard for him to understand why she can't articulate hers.
0: Right, right, right. And like sharing and...
1: Oh, there's, Mm -hmm. yeah, the sharing that that causes a meltdown because Parker doesn't get sharing. And then we are having to literally just this morning, Parker was having a meltdown because Dom had a car that I think she possibly had earlier. I don't know. I didn't see the exchange. She went to the car. She's screaming. Parker's, to be fair, Parker's high-pitched scream just annoys me more than Dom's cry. Like Parker's Parker's high-pitched scream makes me want to run through a wall and never come back. (laughs) And so I I chose the lesser of two evils and I was like, you got to give her that car.
0: Yeah. Give it up, sir. Yeah.
1: And Dom, so then Dom gets sad and he was like, but I was playing with it. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, and I don't fucking care. I need both <laughs> of you guys. To like, <laughs> I'm like counting down the minutes. I'm like, when is daddy going to get you guys out, yeah. the, the <laughs> fuck out of this house? Instead, I put my mom face on and was like, OK, buddy. But remember, she's a baby and she doesn't totally understand that. Like she wants to play and we're learning, sharing. And can you be a good big brother? That usually gets him like, oh,
0: Okay. He's
1: very into being one, a good boy. Weird. <laughs> like he's the worst thing you can tell Dom is that he's a bad boy or he's not being a good boy. That, no. that exact sentence. You're yes. not being a good boy.
0: I feel like that's or, a first child thing.
1: Yes. Or you're not, being thing. A, you're not being a good big brother. And so yeah. if you tell him those, so it's like, can you, can you be a big, good, big brother? And he gave her the car and then the screaming stopped and then mom didn't run away. That's, so yes. God they do fight. I will say that they do fight as well. But I think because I was just like, I mean, that's going to happen. They're so close in age. I'm not, I don't know. I guess my expectations were
0: low. (laughs) Well, true. And they're like, no matter, quite frankly, like no matter their siblings, they're going to fight no matter what. So no matter how close or far away they are.
1: And I will say, I will say though, because you're having one or one of each, maybe you'll have less fighting though, because there's, I don't know, like Dom's good at being like, that's Parker's, this is my, like, you know, and so maybe, maybe there's some of that less testosterone means less, you know, I don't know.
0: Sure. For sure.
1: They're going to get on each other's nerves. I know that.
0: Yeah. Well, less interest in the the same type of toys too, you know, Mm -hmm. just, Mm -hmm. or maybe, I don't know. So, let's see what. So I think also this time around taking some cues from you and from some other friends, and that is the 50 50 sharing of duties. So like that, I think is a nice theory when you have one, but mm-hmm. how I don't know that you can necessarily like with the baby, it's probably just going to be all me. You know, at times, you Mm -hmm. know, we'll switch, but I mean, especially in in the upfront, it's going to be me and it's going to be Brian on LA duty. Kara is on baby duty. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think maybe going into that, knowing that and we kind of had those expectations with Ellie, but Brian was also studying to get his MBA. So he was up a lot anyway. And I was like, I felt bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's Mm -hmm. studying. I'll just get up. Oh, he has to work. I don't. I'll just get up. But also Mm -hmm. recognizing the self-care times that like, this is building, this is building, I need, I need my time. So having those Mm -hmm. tools, I think will be a big help.
1: Yep. And I think it is harder. I will say, and this Ben and I were not good at this in the beginning, getting better at this now. So having two, I have a lot of anxiety about when Ben would leave me like initially with, with both kids. Yes. Because I also, because I also needed to pump. So I was also like, I, I, it took me a minute to build up my confidence being one, one parent with two kids.
0: Yeah. I could see ben that.
1: Ben always was, Ben was always a fine. I think that's because he also didn't have to pump. And like, I don't know, it's different for dad
0: mo- mobile. Uh-huh.
1: Yes. And so I think it took me a minute to build my confidence in being one mom with two kids, but I knew that that was important to both of us. So like, if I wanted kid free time, I needed to also give Ben kid free time. Uh And so that, if that meant, and I was like, there was one time in the beginning I was hell bent on like, I never wanted Ben to feel like he needed to feel guilty for taking time to himself because I didn't want him to do that to me. So like when he was gone and I had two kids, Kids, if he texted and said, how are things going? I was always like, fine. Even if the house was on fire. Right. Because I didn't want, I, I never wanted him to do that to me. Because right. you know, as a mom, the minute the person watching your kids is like, well, you automatically are filled with mom guilt and oh, all, yes. all of these things. And so like, there was one time though, one time he, it, and it was like among the first handful of times Ben went to play golf with friends. Cause this was, we were still in the pandemic. So we weren't like. Doing a whole lot. Golf seemed safe That's- because they were outside. And like, yeah, we, yeah, this is August of last year. So he's going to play golf. I'm like, everything's fine. Blah, 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 blah. Everything is not fine. Kona fucking ran away. Like, I don't even know Ooh. how it happened. I don't even know how it happened. I opened the door. I'm not sure. All I remember is Dom being like, bye Kona. And off <laughs> that bitch went. Yes. And so I called Ben. I remember for- this. Yes. I called Ben repeatedly he's like holy shit i'm gonna come home and i was like i i don't know why i'm actually calling you there's nothing you could do i guess coming home i don't fucking know so he sends out an email to like our entire neighborhood chain all the whole neighborhood is out looking for kona i rage call his mom because i'm nervous i pack newborn parker and dam in the car and we go off looking for Kona. We eventually yeah. find her. But that was like, that's my first, one of my first handful of times with two. And I'm like, and of course, Kona runs away and like, blah, 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 blah. But
0: it sounds, you are saying it like that's a, like a silly, like, I can't believe I called him for that. I would have done the same thing too. I mean, just to, I mean, I would have freaked out if Abby would have ran away. It's like the first thing I think about, holy shit, she's going to get hit by a car. And yep. then- That's it. And then it's like, how do you have, how do you pack up a newborn and a toddler? And I mean, and yeah, I mean, that's totally valid, Rashida. I would have done the same thing.
1: So I will say, even if it fills you with anxiety in those first couple months, because now it's easier. Now they like play. Now we can right. go outside. Like, now, right. like, like, I don't, I don't need to physically be holding a child. Like, you know, so like, now you're not we pumping,
0: fun. you're not bleeding. You're not, you're, you're yes. different recovery mode. You're not recovering yes. like you were. Yeah.
1: Yes. So, but I will say for your sanity, for Brian's sanity, for your marriage, even if In those first six months, you were like, I don't want to be alone with two kids. This is causing me anxiety. Like, even if Brian's like, can I go get one beer with a friend and I will be back in an hour or two. Give him the hour or two, and then demand, and then demand that you also be given the hour or two, because it is you. You don't realize in the middle of it, you don't realize how good just an hour or two with your friends alone, something with not with not kids on you, not like even if you like spent that hour or two pumping alone in a car in the Target parking lot, right? Something about that is like refreshing to you. You need it, but to get that, you also have to give that,
0: right? I, yes. And I think that that's something that I did not recognize really up until recently that, like, with the whole, I feel like self care kind of like came into play since then and like the recognition of needing that and how it's so important. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, Brian knows this is my routine. I need, I am someone I actually need it every day. And mm-hmm. he can take mm-hmm. it like hunting for him is his self care. Mm-hmm. And so but uh, that's know,
1: fine. Yeah, that's his thing. And Ben needs it less than I do too. Like I think he can go. Oh, he I doesn't wonder hit why. I
0: wonder why right? he's I was tired. literally oh, okay. about to say that. Is it because yeah. I don't uh-huh.
1: know. Yeah. Like he can go a longer amount of time before I before I do. But I know I know that I need time so that I I am in having two kids, we are very intentional about giving each other our Space. And also, and we have not, I will admit, we have not been a good about this as of late, but we were. Well, we tried to. We went on our first date in like August of COVID. So, like two months after we had P. But date nights.
0: Yeah. Date nights are huge. I think like recognition of the other partner needing a break and also the other partner doing a lot or just like, mm-hmm. take like, Hey, thanks for mm-hmm. making dinner or thanks mm-hmm. for stepping in. I know I was starting to lose my shit. And then also date nights too. We talk about Brian and I talk about that too. How we're so we, he, he and I are so actually just really bad at that doing the date night thing. So
1: we are, we are too, but I think with two kids, there's less time for just the two of you sitting like, yeah, like Ellie could go to sleep and you two, you probably don't feel like you're missing date nights because you're still sitting together at the end of the day. And you're still like, there's little pockets of time for you to be Actually having a conversation. Right. The the pockets of time, especially in the first year, I will say they have gotten better. Like Ben and I just watched a trashy ass <laughs> TV show together over the past like four days. That gets better. But in that first year, just feel like you're especially when you go back to work, you're adjusting to work. They're trying to work. There's two yeah. kids. The conversations between you guys are so like if you could just carve out, even if it's like a fucking lunch date.
0: Smart Rashida, really smart. Even
1: if it's like, yeah, like when you go back to work and your kids are both in daycare, even if you are carving out a lunch date to Subway, I don't fucking know. Like right, it doesn't have to be fancy. fancy. No. no, just a space for you two to actually have a conversation that is not interrupted by a screaming child. I, that is, I would say is key.
0: That's so good. I, I'm so glad that you brought up the relationship with your husband and because that's so important for to set that foundation for your kids to see, Mm -hmm. because when you give yourselves that space to be together and to reconnect, even if it is a subway lunch date or, Mm -hmm. you know, then you two are, are able to be more present and you're happier parents. So Mm -hmm. that's what you want to set. That's, those are the expectations you want to set for your children, you know, and it's so strong to have those, to have that strong foundation for them.
1: I don't want anybody to walk away from this and be like, Rashida, thanks her and Ben are perfect. We are not. No, like, no. We, we literally said the other day, Ben was like, we haven't been on a date in a really long time. I personally, this is a Rashida problem. I'm personally weird about sitters right now, like with yeah. COVID and, and sure. now we have two children versus one and the cost of that and all of that stuff, yes. but like with all the things we've going on, me moving into a new role, Ben's job, taking up a lot of his time, we like actually made the decision the other day that we need to try to get a standing sitter every other month. That's great. Or like someone who comes like, and even if it, it, it could be monthly, but in my mind, I'm like monthly seems like a lot We we have a sitter who comes, I don't know, call it the first Friday every other month. We need to so yeah. figuring that out. And even if we just go to dinner, like it doesn't need to be
0: fancy. A, right.
1: Correct. Correct. It doesn't need to be this like long drawn out. We went to dinner. Then we went to this, then we walked in the park, then we held hands and stared at each other's <laughs> eyes. Like, none of that bullshit. No, so, like literally we just pick a restaurant. We put on clothes, we go eat and have a nice drink together. And then we come home. Like the whole thing could take two hours.
0: <laughs> right. Right. And that's not so bad. That's not, and that's very right. reasonable. And yeah,
1: and it is just time for us to talk again because, or talk to each other because I do think two kids just eats up space. You didn't know. I mean, it's two humans. It's two humans. It's a completely different human with a completely different, like they're not the same humans.
0: Right. (laughs) Exactly. Different needs. they are different stages in their life. So it's like Brian and I can barely have a yes. conversation as it is. And we're always like, hold on, Ellie, we need to, the mommy and daddy are talking and, you know, practicing patience and all that right now. But
1: we, this morning, this morning amongst the family drama, I was telling you about earlier listeners that will yeah. come out eventually this <laughs> morning, as I am on the phone with Ben's mom. Parker is in her normal morning screams. So she's like, I don't, she wakes up in the morning and she's just like pissed off for the first, I would say 20 minutes. (laughs) and then and then like a light switch it switches she's such a gemini like a light switch it switches and she's like happy to be here again the same transition happens after daycare so like she gets into the house and she needs to like be really pissed off for 20 minutes and then it turns off and so during this 20 minutes is the 20 minutes i am on the phone with ben's mom yeah parker's like crying into the phone. She wants her milk. She wants her blah, 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 blah. Ben's mom, when she came over this evening goes, so is that what Parker does every single morning? And Ben and I were like, yeah, yeah. We're so like in our, like in our zone that we have our, our morning routine down now that we were just like, yeah, it's just what she does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean the screaming and bitching and crabbing? Yeah. Yeah. You don't wake just up like, like
1: that. We're just like, yeah, it's just what she does. So, like, yeah. of course, we're not actually having a conversation in the morning because we have a screaming child, right? Another kid who won't put his shoes on. Like, the mornings right. absolutely suck. Like, it it is so we have to we have to be purposefully about carving out our time. Otherwise, because I know because Ben and I are both like you, like you and Brian, organized doers. Yeah, and we we can each fall quickly into like robotic check 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 kids have hats kids have coats kids have blah 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 blah. without like ever saying a word to each other
0: right make the dinner do do the dishes put the bed put them in bed you know then go to bed and then yeah it's like yeah it's Mm -hmm. We do have like, we have like a show that we like to watch on Bravo trash TV, just below deck. And so it's like, yeah, that, that get that get, that gets us excited. It's like, Ooh, we have a below deck to watch tonight. And so like, that's yes. kind of like our thing, but yeah, you're yes. That's, that's so important to continue to make sure that you're connecting on a solo level <laughs> without the kids.
1: Which sounds, I know that all sounds, I just like, again, they're a bunch of shit at you like, there's a lot of kids, like kids have needs. They're two humans, like still yeah. hang out with your husband, still hang out with your Yourself still hang right. out with your friends, all these right. other things it all evens out in the wash somehow. I would say, because like I said, I have never been more tired in my life, but I have actually truly never been this happy in my life. Like, yeah, I, I just there, I am, I am tired, I am always needed,
0: but right, yes, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> but, 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 but there is something. Special about the two. And there's something special, like I said, in our last episode, there's something special, I think about the way that I entered my postpartum period with Parker that was markedly different from my postpartum period with Dom that caused me to just lean into motherhood. And so like two kids has often made me throw up my hands and be like, and today I'm just a mom.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And maybe you're surrounded with more moms, you know, with, and like, especially mm-hmm. like in your career. I know that I am now versus mm-hmm. where I was with Ellie. Like, I was one of the first at my office. And so I didn't feel supported in that regard. So now, and now, yes, I feel like it's fun to wear shirts that say Milkmaker. Yes. I, I <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> or, mama, or, you know, it's like that is like a, it's become like a proud badge to wear. So, like, yes, it is a little bit easier to lean into it versus where we were just even four years ago, where it was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, my mom, yeah, I still like to drink Budweiser. And this is weird. Like, can it, but yeah, you know what? You can do both.
1: You can, <laughs> you can. Like, and it's funny. It's funny because I have, so my, the CEO of the company I work for, is a tiny company women ran all over the place. But I remember like, once I said, again, coming back after Parker and she has two children of her own and is a single mom, actually she's divorced and doing the CEO single mom thing still leaves, never misses a volleyball game for her girls. And I love that. That's amazing. Love that. But I said, like, I was like, I'm just tired. Like some days all I can muster is being a mom. And she was like, and that's okay. Like, and that's,
0: and that is a lot. She's amazing. She's so amazing. The
1: CEO of our company was like, and that's
0: fine. Yeah. To have someone at the helm like that, who truly, who, you know, so often I feel like companies are, they talk a lot of talk like, yeah, we want you to have work-life balance. And then they don't really act on it. My manager, I can say the same thing. She is very understanding. Granted, you know, we also have a female CEO, But she's got a lot of help. So I would imagine so anyway. But to to have your CEO be in the position that she's in and then be so supportive. I am just constantly amazed at her, Rashida. And I'm so Mm. happy for you to have found that company, to have that support. My mom kind of worked. I don't know if your mom worked or what, but I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, like I feel like uh, with our generation, like we all have careers now. It's like more... Common, I would say, to be a working mom than to not nowadays. And so you need to have that support at work. It's the only way you make it work.
1: I agree. And so it's funny you say that because one of the key, I think, differentiators between my mom and I is that, like, my mom worked, I don't, and I'm not, I don't live to work. You know that saying, like, you can work to live or live to work. I don't live to work. Right. My mom worked as a, like, she didn't really care about necessarily her career or ladder climbing or any of those things. Like she worked and the goal was to make more money so that she could like be a mom and like live by more presents. Yes. Buy more Christmas presents and decorations. And so like, that's what she did. And I don't find fulfillment in just working to earn money. I need like a career. Like I need to feel valued in my company. I can't be just a stamp. whereas my mom was like, cool, just being a stamp to collect
0: the pay. Right. Right. I was same. Like, that's,
1: mm-hmm. that's, that's not how I work. And so I think that is a shift in motherhood. Like you said, yeah. like that is a, so to be a mom now in this day and age and also still want your career and also still need self-care and also, Still want to hang out with your husband. Seems like a whole fucking
0: lot. It is a whole fucking lot. That's because it is. It is is a whole fucking
1: lot. It is a whole fucking lot. But but I think it just comes down to you don't need to be all those things every single day.
0: Exactly. Stole the words right out of my mouth. You choose it's some days, it's all four of those things, which Mm -hmm. is actually, I don't know. I mean, yeah. And then some I'm like, days sure. it's just I'm
1: like, sure. Maybe you, I don't know. I can get two at best. Yeah,
0: I- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: like some days, some days I am like, I finished work and I am like, fuck yes. I killed that day. I am a rock star employee, blah, 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 blah. But then yeah. I'm so tired. I like, don't really have much to give to my kids, you know? So like, it's, it is a, a balance of what I have to give that day and where my priorities are that day. Some days it's the Halloween parade at daycare. And I need to go to that for three hours. So yeah, the Rashida that you're going to get after that might not be the top notch Rashida, but she'll be back the next day. Like, right? She'll get her work.
0: She'll get her work done. Okay, she will get her work get done. It done. Yes, and, and I'm happy and to work. It'll be fine.
1: Yes, I'm happy to work for a company that like respects that for
0: sure. Yeah, she's wonderful. Especially as
1: wonderful. I have had a second kid, because I definitely yeah. like yeah, the second kid has just caused me to be more. I guess just more aware of myself, I guess, like, and where I am stretched thin and when I need, That's, I don't know.
0: And expectations. Yeah. You know, yeah. like expectations of, of, that you hold up from your, from yourself. And yeah. boundaries,
1: actually. boundaries. Yes. The, the oh my gosh. Second yeah. kid, the second kid has been, I have been better at boundaries because, because I I know that I only have so much to give. Like I only have, at the end of the day, my kids are still babies. It's not like Ellie and baby boy are teenagers. So it's right. not at the end of the day, like Ellie probably still needs you to put her to bed. Yes. Maybe mm-hmm. baby, yeah.
0: baby boy is still going to need a lot. Yeah.
1: I am protective of anything that takes away like that, that strips away my ability to be like a mediocre mom. I would say yeah. like, I'm not, I am not a rock star mom every single day, but at best I'm at, at least I'm a mediocre mom. And so I am constantly on the lookout for anything that will like strip me of my ability to at least not be a shit
0: parent. You know what? And I think that is, you've recognized that that is the priority. And that's what takes precedence over anything else because anything and everything else can wait, but you're unfortunately not. Well, fortunately your kids, they can't wait. And ultimately like your family is what comes first. You mm-hmm. and Ben, Dom and P and Kona. And that's it. And Kona. <laughs> I don't forget her. I forget her. Yes, never. my girl, my no, girl. A never. friend, a
1: friend called me out today, and she goes, "I love that you put Kona's age on your Christmas
0: cards." Me, so like- me too. I'm so glad you did because actually, I thought about that. I was like, "Do I put Abby's age on there?" And I was like, "No, I I will get made fun of so hard. They'll be like a figures." But I saw you did it, and she, yes, I loved it. It was adorable. They're the same age, by the way, so that's cute. <laughs> I do. I do it every
1: single year.
0: Yeah, I love it, Rashida. That was adorable. Cutest, cutest.
1: I just want people to know she's seven. She's our oldest child.
0: She is. She's adorable. I know forever for a baby. baby. I like to say that, uh, that Abby likes to say that she's like the favorite child right now because like she's being good and like Ellie's throwing tantrums and stuff.
1: But Kona's all right being Our our... Dom is our goodest boy right now. <laughs> Since Kona is trying to dig her way through the center of the earth right now in her sleep <laughs> or while we sleep. Whatever. Anywho, Kara, I think I have sufficiently scared you
0: (laughs) or prepared me. I feel prepared and I appreciate it. it. Sometimes it's well, not sometimes it's the real talk that really sets you up for success and not just sugarcoating it because we're not here to sugarcoat shit, you know? So, nope, we are going to tell nope. you like it is. That's not what we do. It so, doesn't yeah. help. It's not going to help. Give me the real it talk. Is, I love it. It is not.
1: Yes. Yeah. so listeners, after this episode, we will return to our our grieving favorites uh where Karen and I, you know, always talk about the real real when it comes to being on a grief journey and all the complicated things that means. But like we said at the open of the show, in the meantime, starting your t- 2020 op- 20 ugh, you're starting your 2020. <laughs> no, we're not going back stuck, there. Stuck, stuck forever. Shook it. Oh, no, I know. Start, starting your 2022 off with a couple light episodes. So I think we did that. Yeah, Kara.
0: I think so too. And um, happy dieting, happy exercising, happy new year, new you. Thanks so much for listening to the grieving Mamas Club podcast. Just remember when times get tough, you're a badass bee and you got this, mama. Woo. Thank you guys. Thanks.